Turn with me, please, in, in your Bibles to Mark chapter 6, verse 7. Mark 6, 7. Where it says this. From the NIV Bible. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village, calling the twelve to him. He sent them out two by two and gave them authority over every evil spirit. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra tunic. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. Let me pray with you. So God, we ask that you would speak to us. We like life that's very calm and easy. But you haven't always called us to a life that's calm and easy. Sometimes you've called us to do dangerous things. So speak to us today. In the short time that we have, in the name of Christ our Lord, I ask. Amen. Going to do just two Sundays in this series called Dangerous Surrender. And I think I'll come back to this after Christmas, if everything goes together. No, there are different miles, M-I-L-E-S. There are different miles of surrender. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 38 through 42, we know it very well, Sermon on the Mount, it mentions that if someone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. And in that culture, a Roman guard could come to someone and say, you carry my load for one mile. But Jesus comes along and says, don't do this just for one mile. Do it for two miles. Go the second mile. So I use the phrase, there are different miles of surrender. I'm only going to talk about four. First mile of surrender is the minimum requirements for the Christian life. You accept Christ as your personal Savior, and you do your best with the help of the Holy Spirit to do what is right in His eyes. That's mile marker number one. The second mile of surrender is for those Christians who walk with Jesus every day. The second mile surrender is for those people who, when the prayer chain goes out, they actually stop and pray. Don't just read it and go about their own life. And I could go on and on with there, the second mile of living the Christian life, second mile surrender. Then there are third three-mile surrender folks. Those folks are willing to be inconvenienced for the cause of Christ. They listen carefully for God's Holy Spirit, prompting them to do what they need to do 
in order to live a holy life. And to use a missionary church term, to walk a life in holiness. In holiness. These people in the third mile of surrender, these people do not purposely expose themselves to that which they know to be harmful to their spiritual life. This group will walk across the room in order to strike up a conversation with someone about spiritual things. This third mile of surrender. These folks will have conversations with their friends when it is appropriate. These folks will have conversations with their friends about eternity. Because everyone you and I come into contact with is spending eternity in one of two places. The third mile of surrender, these folks purposely have spiritual conversations. Then there is the fourth mile. I call this fourth mile people, they are dangerous surrender people. This people really do count it all joy when they fall into diverse temptations. They count it all joy when they have trials in their life. They, this group of people, the dangerous surrender people, they really do believe that all things work together for good. And this group of people, they hold material things, the things of this earth, very loosely, knowing that God has given it to them to bless them so that they can bless others, and they are just a channel through which God uses in order that other people can be blessed because he has blessed them. This group of people, they really do believe that God is more interested in their character than in their comfort. And they see every event that happens to them in such a way that God is preparing their soul for eternity. And God is preparing them in such a way so that God himself can give them the largest reward when they get to heaven. They see everything with eternity in mind. Dangerous surrender people. The fourth mile, dangerous surrender people. These are the people who are willing to go to jail for their faith. Not radicals, not off-the-wall type people, but willing to go to jail for their faith. 90% of the Christians don't even come to church for their faith, let alone go to jail. This fourth mile dangerous surrender, people, they welcome the battle with forces of evil. They recognize a society that is blinded by the enemy of our soul. Dangerous surrender. Now in Mark chapter 6, our scripture reading here, verses 7 through 13, let me read this for you from the Message Bible. Because the Message Bible really does do this much better. Cannot deny I was raised with the King James, and sometimes I quote the King James. You just can't get it out of you. I, then I memorized... I'm no big memorization person. I've got to put this in perspective. But when I memorized, I memorized from the NIV. It became popular in college, my college days. 
but the message Bible is the best one of them all. Okay? But it's not a translation. It's a transliteration, whatever, paraphrase, whatever you want to put on that. But this is good. Jesus called the twelve to him and sent them out in pairs. Now wonder who Judas was paired with. That guy could have wrote a book. Mm -hmm. He gave them authority and power to deal with the evil opposition. He sent them off with these instructions. Don't think you need a lot of extra equipment for this. You are the equipment. No special appeals for funds. Keep it simple. No luxury inns. Get a modest place and be content there until you leave. If you're not welcomed, not listened to, quietly withdraw. Don't make a scene. Shrug your shoulders and be on your way. Then they were on the road. They preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different. Right and left, they sent the demons packing. They brought wellness to the sick, anointing their bodies, and healing their spirits. So you have six group of people who go out preaching in the area around Galilee there. To your outline now. Just A in your outline. Saying yes, dangerous surrender. Saying yes to God to a dangerous surrender. Life can be a real adventure. The 12 go out two by two. Called to go out two by two. Listen to me. The God that called those 12 people out still calls people today to go out and do something radical. Dangerous surrender. One of the things I'm often amazed at, I don't know why I should be amazed at this, but I've always been amazed at this. The same God who called those Old Testament folks, the same God who called all those New Testament folks, the same God... Whose name, who were called, those people that were called out and we remember their names, that same God calls people today. He calls this generation. He calls this church. He calls individuals who are listening in the sanctuary. He calls individuals who are listening online. He calls us to an adventure, a dangerous surrender, if we will follow him. If we will follow him. The same God that called Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob calls us. Isn't that amazing? The same God that called Noah and Moses and Joshua, he calls us. The same God that called Gideon and Deborah, he calls us. Saul of the Old Testament and David and Jeremiah and Isaiah and Amos and Ezekiel, and you can list them all, he still speaks today and he still calls us to do things for him that no one else is going to do if we don't listen to the call. The same God that called Peter, James, and John, come, follow me, I will make you fishers of men, he still calls today. And in Hebrews chapter 11, you have that whole list of people that he has called. Dangerous surrender. Follow along with me here for a moment. If you want a life that's as smooth as a golf cart ride on the golf course, dangerous surrender isn't for you. 
It's not for you. God can still use you riding around in your golf cart, but he's not calling you to dangerous surrender. Your spirit's not into that. He's calling people who like the Indy 500 race. You know what I mean? Dangerous surrender. You ever been to the Indy 500? Ever, ever been to time trials? Any, anybody? Time trials? Have you been to time trials? Boy, TV doesn't do that justice at all, does it? What have been there once? Our son was, uh, worked for a TV station down there, and that was one of his assignments all of us, to, to um, take his camera and go film the 500 and time trials, and boy, do they go around that thing fast. I mean, it's just one minute around at 200 miles an hour. If you want your spiritual life to be a pontoon boat ride on a smooth lake, God's not calling you to dangerous surrender. Not at all. But if you like the thrill of a boat race and can say a radical yes to God, he's willing to call you. Sat in my chair yesterday in my living room and looking out at the, at the trees and don't have many leaves on them now and I've got two big trees down by the pond and a squirrel goes up one tree and goes way out on the limb of that tree. I sit there and watched him for a while and this is what I think he was thinking. I can jump from this limb over to the other limb and the other tree. He stood there, he sat there for a long, quite a while. He, shake, he would shake the limb a little bit and leaves would fall. He sat there and finally he said, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> he, went back, he went back the other way. I'm not gonna, I, I don't know what he said, but he went back the other way. I'm, I'm not going to do this. But for the squirrel and for the, less, for the rest of us, you like living life out on the limb? The fruit is out on the end of the limb. If you like living back next to the tree, danger surrender is not for you. About a hundred years ago, the story is told about a man named Sir Ernest Shackleton. He put some ads in a London newspaper. He was looking for some men who wanted to go with him on a dangerous surrender adventure to the South Pole. It's supposedly the ad read, Men wanted for a hazardous journey. Small wages, bitter cold, long months of constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. And the ad in the paper and the newspaper articles that followed it drew 5,000 applications. Can you imagine that? You and I say they're crazy, you know. 5,000 applications. Those who say a radical yes, dangerous surrender to God. Your life can be filled with an adventure. He will take you places you've never been before. He will take you places in Elkhart County you probably have never been before. If you're willing to say yes. In Hebrews 11, again, it tells the story of Abraham, when Abraham signed up to say yes to radical, dangerous surrender. God calls Abraham to travel to an unknown place. Abraham packs up his family, packs up his servants, and heads out to this unknown place. He did not know where he was going when he took the first step. He just knew that when he got there, It'll be the right place, but God will tell him to stop. 
He, of course, didn't have Google. Choose your destination. Where do you want to go? What's your starting point? He knew the starting point. The starting point was when God called him. But he didn't know where the ending point would be. Did not know that at all. But he knew that when he got there, when God said, stop, you are at the promised land, you can pitch your tent here, and I will give you and your descendants all of this land. He knew when he got to the right place, but between saying yes until he got there, that was a dangerous journey. Dangerous journey. There's a world in need out there. There's a world of poverty, world of COVID. And since COVID came along, we haven't heard much about AIDS, have we? A world of political corruption, outright evil. There's a world out there that will never be helped, that will never be changed without someone saying a radical yes, a dangerous surrender to the call of God upon their life. And you know what? I'm one of these guys who believes, and this is biblical, this is as true as it can be. I'm one of these guys that believes the only reason that certain needs are not met in society and in the world, the only reason certain needs are not met is because someone has not responded with a yes to the call of God upon their life. God has his person with the right equipment at the right place to meet every need in the church, to meet every need on earth. And the only reason needs are not met is because, it's not because God's not calling. It's because you and I don't respond because we often want a life that's like a golf cart ride and a pontoon boat ride. And that may be good, and you can have that type of life, but danger, surrender, fourth-mile type stuff, God says, I'm looking for fourth-mile people, people who really want to get into it and make it happen. I'm going to stop there. Next Sunday's sermon will be real long, Okay? bring your friends let me pray so even now Holy Spirit you speak to people and all to Jesus I surrender even now So thank you, God, for our time together. Help us to be willing to do the dangerous thing. In the name of Christ, amen.